At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote what does every grocery store aisle now have in common Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher, World Series champs with the Yanks, will join the set for the last 30 minutes of the show. And Amal, I'm going to start off with if he's still insisting that Shohei Otani is the AL MVP. Uh, hopefully he's come to a sense. No, I don't know. He still thinks you Darvish is the NL Cy Young. Uh, <laughs> um, we're going to talk some tennis later, but right off the top, Joker out. No surprise, yeah. right? No, no, not at all. Yeah, That's Novak right. Djokovic not allowed to come uh, to New York and will not be allowed to compete in the U.S. Open. Um, the other news is uh, the kid the kid from Gonzaga out for the year, right? For, for, well, no, for no, the no. Thunder. Is that it, correct? Chet Holmgren not out for the year. He's no. going to be out for the start of the season. Um you know, I was actually always surprised when you see these guys playing the pro-ams in the summer leagues that the teams would allow it. You know, you've he got, got hurt two- Saturday in some game in yeah. Seattle. Yeah, by the way, I was listening to, uh, I don't know, the show, Chris Canty and some... And New York uh, Post says all season them all. Are you going to dispute the New York Post? I don't know. I, it must have been updated, but obviously... It's <laughs> I saw all more- season as well. That's uh, why I asked the question. Well, the funny thing was I was listening to a show on ESPN Radio and they go... Uh, well, you know, he challenged LeBron. I'm like, him coming down on his ankle, what the hell does that have to do with the price of tea in China? I mean, would he, guys get come down, they get injured, I mean, it happens. Uh, their season win total, I guess, in some markets, is because uh, the tweet was from, I believe, Josh Applebaum. 25 and a half was their season win total before this. Uh, does, with no with no home grid, would you be, how, how much is this number going to move? It's going to come down. Yeah, I see it now. He's going to be out with the Liz Frank injury yeah. for the rest of the year. I mean, that's that's a big blow for this team, but... 
I don't know. Was anybody really under uh, interested in the Thunder? I mean, hell, their sponsorship is Loves. <laughs> Two baseball games in process, and we'll hit the rest of the card um, with No Don't Josh later. Uh, scoreless still in the third last I saw. Uh, Patrick Sandoval against Rasmussen. Angels at Rays here. Rasmussen's been terrific last three or four starts, yep. uh, Amal. This game was a dollar seventy-five. Uh, right now, two eighty on the raise with a total in-game total of four and a half. Still, uh, still scoreless or one nothing Tampa. Based on the price, based on the price, it's got to be one nothing Tampa. Uh, well, let's get you an update here. Nope, no score going to the bottom of the third. Well, I guess they've seen the Angels' offense the last few days. <laughs> Pretty tough. And then starting in about uh, fifteen minutes, Amal Cardinals and Cubs continue their series from really Pretty good pitching matchup today. Dakota Hudson against Marcus Stroman. Cards about a dollar thirty favorite. Total of nine means the wind's blowing up. Strowman was terrific against the Cards last time out. The uh, you know to me what's interesting is this series so far. We've seen uh, the Cubs really battle. Uh, you know, first couple of games were low scoring. Then the thirteen three and seven to one Cubs come uh, back and win that game yesterday after losing the previous night game. So a uh, a twenty five cent move on this game right now as it stands at DraftKings. Strowman and the Cubs a dollar fifteen favorite in the total. With the wind blowing out now up to 10 over minus 15. Yeah, I'm not surprised with the wind blowing out. I mean, it, it's going to really carry in this one uh, in terms of the ball getting out. Nolan Arenado not in the Cardinals lineup today, Amal. Yeah, we're going to see Tommy Edmond over at third base. Uh-huh. Okay, NFL training camp news. Does mm-hmm. this trigger any bets for you? Tyron Smith, the yeah. Cowboys tackle, he's had so many injury problems, what, the last five, six years? Um, torn left half string during Wednesday's practice keeping him out indefinitely at least a couple of months, sources told um, Todd Archer. This is reported by Adam Schefter. Uh, but look, he hasn't played a full season since 2015. 13 games in 16, 17, 18, and 19. Of course, only two games in 20 and 11 games last year. This is not moved on the Cowboys' win total, sitting at 10. Pick him on the over-under. Would this inspire a bet on you, either on the Eagles to win the division or an under on the Cowboys' total? No, look, it, to me, it's not going to have as much of a impact in my decision on Dallas. I still believe they're going to win this division. But if you like Philadelphia, you have to feel better about your chances to lose a player of this caliber. He's a four-time All-Pro first and second team. He's made eight Pro Bowls in his career. I mean, you know, he's been in the league a long time. I think this is going to be his 12th year now. And he's really had tremendous success, especially on the left side there. If you're Dak Prescott, you have some concerns going forward. Dallas trying to run the ball. We saw the struggles they've had with Ezekiel Elliott. By the way, I know everybody here thinks that um, – the backup, Who, who's the kid, the, the backup that they have there? I'm drawing a Pollard. Point. Pollard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you right now, this guy cannot tote the rock 25 carries a game. And you're going to find out real quick, in the games where he's had to carry the mail, he hasn't done much. He's, so he's it'll a be, change of pace back. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see what happens now to their running game because they needed this running game to get on track to help Dak out. Okay, a couple of games tonight in the NFL preseason schedule, week three. Packers at Chiefs. Let's talk about that game first. Packers at one point. Uh, road favorite total 36. I know we're probably not going to be involved in these games, but let's play. Would you rather with some tickets on these teams? Maul, would you rather have a ticket on the Chiefs to win the AFC at plus 550, or the Packers to win the NFC at plus 400? And it, Packers. Oh, that that was quick. Well, it, there's not even it's not much of a thought. Look, there's a three horse race in the NFC. In the AFC, it's about a nine horse race. You think it's Rams, Bucks, and and Packers? I do, and you don't. You don't put the Cowboys in the mix. I do not. And okay. now, now with this Tyron Smith injury, are they even going to be the team to win the division? By the way, our pro football guide came out what late last night. Mm-hmm. We got the email from Crazy Bill eighty. 
And in the Pro Football Guide, if this has weight, Femi Abedefe, Stormy Bonatoni, your friend Michael Lombardi, who you were just chatting with, who get, got back to New Jersey today, Steve Mackinnon, Mitch Moss, and Matt Humans all chose the Packers to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. I, I just think when you look at the NFC right now, I don't think there's any team that's overwhelming. And I know people are down on Green Bay just simply because they lost Devontae Adams. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is still there. This team is better than they get credit for defensively. The running game's been efficient and effective at times. Uh, I think they're going to be a tough out. Do you think that have been playing at home uh, with the weather mm-hmm. in Green Bay in the playoffs the past few years has hurt the Packers? Would they be better off playing on the road? It's a great question, especially with Rodgers' ability yeah. in terms of throwing the football. That's a fair question. I don't know. Um, you know, I thought the game against San Francisco, they should have won. Well, you think if the game was played in Northern California, they probably do win the game. I mean, that weather was a huge factor in that game. It was, but at the same time, you know, the 49ers seem to have had their number. So can't necessarily discount what San Francisco has been able to do against Green Bay. Now, this is a separate question, but still with the Packers and Chiefs. Would you rather have the Packers over 11 wins or the Chiefs over 10 and a half wins? Packers. Uh, they're in a far easier division. Look, Kansas City, would anybody be surprised if they went 3-3 three and three in that division or if they went 2-4 and four no. or 4-2 four and two or 5-1? and one? Would you be shocked if they finished third in the AFC West? I would not. I wouldn't uh, either. Because but you'd be shocked if the Packers finished second in the NFC North. Exactly then. right. Ab- absolutely. To me, when you look at the division, there's one threat to them, and that's the Minnesota Vikings. But in the other division, look, I know people are discounting the Raiders. I, I don't understand why. If you're going to negate what the... Packers are capable of doing because they lost Adams, then don't you have to upgrade the Raiders based on that? And the other thing is, you know, you and I have talked about this. Chandler Jones has probably been criminally underrated for the last half a decade in the NFL in terms of what he's been able to do. I know there's deficiencies with that defense. Kansas City loses Tyreek Hill. Again, the same argument is made against the Packers, but that argument is not made against Kansas City. No, uh, I don't think only one tight, I think only one tight end's had over 1,000 yards receiving over the age of 32, and that was Tony Gonzalez. Now you've got Travis Kelsey north of that age. I get Nicole Hardman's a guy that you like, but it's it, to me, there's so many times when you sit there and say, oh, this guy's going to be replaced by this guy. You know what? I, is Nicole Hardman going to have this type of uh, ability to really cause this much havoc on a defense? You know, when we talk about depth charts, and we t- obviously the difference between a starting quarterback and a backup is huge. The second biggest posi- d- difference might be between a number one and a number two wide receiver. Yeah. There's just uh, guys that aren't well, can't step up to that role. There's one thing to get all the defense's attention. I think... Tyreek Hill's ability to go deep and his quickness on crossing routes across the middle and what he does, to your point, bringing that attention, I thought that helped Travis Kelsey immensely. I'm not taking away from what Kelsey's been able to accomplish, but I just think that people are underestimating how effective he can be. Alvin Harper was great because he had Michael Irvin on the other side. Where did Alvin Harper go after Dallas? Straight down. (laughs) Exactly right. He got paid, but he didn't produce. All right. The other game is 49ers in Houston playing the Texans, three and a half, 41 and a half. Which ticket would you rather have a Mall Shaw? Trey Lance over 3,500 and a half passing yards at plus 110, or Davis Mills over 3,600 and a half passing yards at even money? I would rather have uh, Davis Mills. And re- the reason for me is pretty simple Houston's going to be trailing in a ton of games. There's going to be ample opportunity for him to be able to pick up yardage what we, in what we'd cons- consider basically. Garbage time, right? If they're down by a large margin, he's throwing the football. Whereas I think San Francisco is going to be run-centric. 
They're going to be focused on running the ball, playing defense, and then allow Lance to make plays when necessary. Is this now Trey Lance's team? Would Shanahan in any circumstance go back to Garoppolo if Trey Lance is struggling early in the year? I don't think he's going to be there because I saw John yeah. Lynch make a statement that we'll probably end up releasing him fairly soon, mm. uh, but depends on what they choose to do. I, I'm not sure. I, I think... Look, the writing's on the wall for Jimmy Garoppolo. And I think if you go back to to him at some point in time, then it's an indictment of Trey Lance. Then you're concerned about his level of confidence and where this team's going. They must have seen something along the way that they feel like he's the guy because this team, the rest of the team, I think, is still built to win a Super Bowl right now. Well, they think very highly of him and that they, you know, they pulled the bandage off and let's go now like they did with Aikman in Dallas and take your lumps like they did with Trevor Lawrence last year and take your lumps. Yeah, but there's a difference in the Aikman and Lawrence situation is that they were both playing for bad teams. This 49ers mm-hmm. team, if they've got, if let's say they were able to acquire Russell Wilson, they'd be the favorite in the NFC. All right, final question. Which ticket would you rather have? Brandon Cooks over 950 and a half receiving yards or Debo Samuel over the same total, 950 and a half? The better question on Brandon Cooks should have been, will he be playing for his current team by the end of the year? Does anyone get who gets 1,000 yards receiving get traded more frequently than Brandon Cooks? Never. Um, you know, he, he's a good receiver. I, I don't know what the deal is. He doesn't seem like a bad locker room guy. Um, this is not a play I would take. I, I would just say probably I, I'll go with Cooks because I think of what he's capable of. The VSIN Pro Football Guide, as we said, is out now, and you've received it if you are an All Access member. This year's guide is packed with Super Bowl and playoff predictions, season win total, best bets for every team, and the best ways to bet the rookie quarterbacks, plus a bookmaker breakdown on what futures the public and respected bettors are making. Remember, you can't get this a la carte, you can't go to a newsstand, you can't go to the VSIN store. The only way to get it is to be a VSIN Pro, an all access subscriber. Sign up on our discounted football special, the Bill 80, Crazy Bill 80, $175 all the way through the end of the year. Go to VSIN through Super Bowl. Go to VSIN.com slash subscribe. When we come back, U.S. Open Tennis. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. 
Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like, check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of Odds On is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that's helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Zen understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little different. Everyone is on their own journey. But whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zen will be there for you. Check out Zen Nicotine Pouches at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. The product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with the Mall Shaw. Josh Towers just passed through the studio. He'll be joining us in 15 minutes for the last uh, half hour of the show. All right, Amal. Um, we have a full day tomorrow. The schedule's all planned out here. Uh, and so I want to talk about the U.S. Open. Get your last thoughts on the U.S. Open before it starts on Monday. Uh, the draw is out, and there's some interesting round one matchups, Amal. Let's start out with Iga Sviatek, who in the first round is taking on Jasmine Paolini. Yeah, she should be able to get through that one. Paolini, the Italian, more of a clay quarter than anything else. But uh, we've seen Iga struggle on the hard courts. Look, she's a clay court player. Um, I, I don't know why people refuse to believe that. She could, depending on the draw, I have not seen it yet in terms of where she could go. But uh, this would be interesting to see how this one plays out. But she should be able to roll. She'll be a big favorite in this one. You feel that she's equally as Egan, I mean now, equally if, equally effective or ineffective on grass as hard court? Well, look, she's a she's the number one ranked player in the world. There it's hard are, to do that being a, a one-surface specialist. No, not really, because you see a lot of players rise up. Look, she had a great, uh, during the, uh, I think she won Indian Wells. It's not that she's not capable, but I think if Naomi Osaka's on her game, there's a few other players, if they're on their game on the hard court, you're going to take her, take them over Ega on the hard court. All right, we'll get to the women's uh, overall betting. How about Zeng Quinwin mm-hmm. against Jelena Ostapenko? Yeah, Ostapenko, I would go with Ostapenko there. Her power, you know, it really... When you're playing Ostapenko, it comes down to whether she is going to keep the ball in play or not. You're not going to determine who's winning that match. She's going to determine it. Your girl, Garbine Muguruza versus Clara Tawson. 
Tossin's been uh, the young Dane has been out with injury. She's had some issues. Really good, talented player. Uh, she could win this match if she were in the form she was in last year. I would pick her in this matchup. But right now, even though Muguruza is struggling immensely, I think it's going to be a little bit of a problem for Tossin because of the injuries. Uh, she really has not rounded back into form so far this year. Carolina Pliskova uh-huh. against Magda Lynette. Uh, that's going to be a tough one, but I, I would lean towards Pliskova. She's always had good success on hard courts. You know, she's got that great first serve. Uh, Lynette has, has played better, but again, she's not been in the same form she's been. Both players are a little bit down this year, but I'd lean towards Pliskova. All right, let's look at the prices for the women mm-hmm. and tell me who you've bet or who you're going to bet. Uh, is your favorite at 300. I know for a fact you're not taking that. that. That's a joke of a price. What would it take for you to bet Iga in this tournament? At least 8-1. to one. Okay. Simona, Simona, you could find 450, which you're also not interested in at Circa. Simona Halep, 7-1 to of all. Uh, I like Simona. I think she's going to be dangerous. Uh, on hard courts, I'd prefer her to be about 10-1, to 1, but I think she's a player that can really come back and, and win this tournament. Now, she has never won the U.S. Open, but remember, her success in Grand Slams, I think, is always a benefactor in terms of when you move forward as a player, you don't get the pressure as much as maybe somebody who's new to that set, setting. Coco Goff is your third choice at 11-1. to 1. Um, I don't know. Look, I, I think she's really good, really talented. I think she can make a quarterfinal, even a semifinal run. But, at, you know, the big problem in her game is double faults. You'll see a match show of 15 double faults. You can't give away the equivalent of four service games on double faults. Fourth choice is the Wimbledon champion, Elena Rabakina, 12 to 1. No, got to yeah. be about 20 to 1. All right, now there's a group of four that are 16 to 1. Sabalenka, Radicano, Osaka, and Caroline Garcia. Any of those interest you at 16 to 1? Caroline Garcia would be the one. Uh, Radicano, no. That, that, until she proves it, Mike, that tournament run of 10 straight matches where she didn't drop a set from the qualifyings was a fluke. Um, Sabalenka still has got issues in terms of double faults. I'm concerned about her. And then you mentioned one other player in there. Uh, Sabalenka. That's who I was talking about. Sabalenka. Okay. Uh, Osaka. Osaka. Osaka is not in form right now. And, you know, look, if she gets to the first couple of matches, I think she could be dangerous. If you want to take a flyer on somebody and then potentially get off of it, maybe. But if she starts rounding into form throughout the second and third round, she's got an opportunity. But Garcia's playing tremendous tennis. She was 30-1 to one last week. Now yeah. she's 16-1. to one. I, I think she's got a great shot. Remember, she was number four in the world at one time. The Greek Maria Sakari and Ans Jabur, the Tunisian, both 17-1. to one. Are you sure Sakari's not 170-1? to one? No, it's it, 17 them all. Yeah, it should be 170. Get out of here with her. No no chance. What about Hans? Um, Hans was the favorite in the Wimbledon final. Yeah, and I tell you what, since that second set, she's not been the same player. She had that opportunity on the, in that match, and she has not been the same player since. Oh, boy. All right, now to the <laughs> men's side. Uh, no joker. So, Daniil Medvedev is your favorite at 2-1. to one. Yeah, I think uh, he's got a great shot. I mean, remember, he's defending champion here. He took out the joker who had won 27 straight matches here. So he's got an opportunity. Uh, Rafa plus three fifty. Uh, no, I don't. I'm concerned about Rafa's health. Uh, but you know, this guy, when it comes to the majors, it's hard to bet against him. The boy wonder, Carlos Alcaraz. I'm all five to one. Oh no, this is not on clay. No. Nick, big energy, Kyrgios, six to one. No. What would you bet Nick at? If you got fifteen I to bet one, Nick. No, no, because no price. He is not going to give you seven performances where you believe he's going to win. Now, you might get to a situation where you can hedge off him. If you're looking to do that, that's different. But I'm talking just straight up to win this thing. His talent, no question about it. But I don't know in a a 30-all game at 4-4 in the third set, inside a set of piece, if he's going to go for an underhanded tweener. 
14 to 1 for both Paz and Sinner. Uh, no, Paz on the hard courts, no. Sinner, he can't put it together for seven straight matches. T- Taylor Fritz, 17 to 1. I wish it was a little bit higher on Fritz, around 25 to 1. I think Fritz can be dangerous here with his serve. He'll have the American crowd behind him. Uh, I, I like Fritz, but I, I just don't think he could win it. Mario Berrettini and FAA, both 25 to 1. I would take FAA before I take Matteo Berrettini right now. Berrettini's struggling quite a bit, but uh, both guys, big-time servers on the fast surface at flushing could be effective. Mahal, uh, what I hear you're saying is that you're not betting any of these men's future prices. Uh, I'm not. Right. Okay, yeah. let's go to some matches today. WTA in Cleveland. Uh, Bernarda Pera yep. is a 265 favorite over former French Open finalist Sophia Kennan. Yeah, and Australian Open champion Sophia Kennan, mm-hmm. but I, I would take Para. Para's been playing tremendously well. Kennan trying to work through the errors that she's been having. She's really had a tough season. Hopefully she can get on track, but I would go with Para. Para continues to roll. Took care of uh, Barbora Kruchikova yesterday like she was a 300th ranked player. Uh, WTA and Granby. Mm-hmm. Marta Kostyuk. How do you say it? Kostyuk? Marta Kostyuk. Uh, $1.70 over Rebecca Marino. It's a tough matchup. Marino's a to me, she should be higher ranked than she is in terms of her talent. A little bit older. She was good going back to about 2014 or so. Lean towards Kostiuk here, but uh, this is not one I would be surprised if she lost. Daria Katsakina is a big favorite, minus 550 against Nuria Parisas-Diaz. Um, too high of a price to lay here with Katsakina, uh, but I'm not going to touch this match. All right, the men in Winston-Salem. Mm-hmm. Adrian Mar- uh, Monarino. Against Maxime Cressy, Cressy $1.50. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting matchup. Cressy beat him earlier this year uh, down in Sydney, uh, 6-3, 7-5 on the hard courts. Cressy was playing tremendously well at that time. Uh, Manorino's dangerous with a left-handed serve. He's had good experience and good success in the hard courts. Um, what's the price on this one if you have it? Cressy, $1.50. Yeah, not, not the worst. Not, not. Up to $1.80 according to Hess. Well, that's a high, uh, tennis expert. The, uh, that's a little bit high in, in terms of the price I'd lay with uh, Max Cressy. All right, last one. Van de Sandschlip is $1.95 against Benjamin Bonzi. Yeah, he should come through. The Dutch should be able to uh, come through in this one. All right, here we go. College win totals. Would you rather yes. have the Nebraska Cornhuskers over seven and a half wins or the Iowa Hawkeyes over seven and a half wins? All day, Hawks. Would you rather have the U? Miami, over eight and a half wins, or Notre Dame, over eight and a half wins? Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame goes nine and three. That's like, I would be confident to bet that exact number. I think Notre Dame goes nine and three or ten and two. It mm. comes down to the SC game for me. Um, this is an interesting one. Kansas State, over six and a half. Now it's minus seventy. Or Wake Forest over six and a half minus a dollar sixty. Well, remember, Sam Hartman's away from the team now. So that's a concern when you look at it for this uh uh, Wake Forest team offensively because he is so good. Mobility, accuracy, what he could do for them. I can see why the money's coming on K-State. Are you a believer in Kleeman, the coach that came from North Dakota State? Yeah, uh, Kleeman, I, I think, look, he can be effective, but look, it's hard to win at Kansas State. You've got to have in-state talent unless you're fortunate enough to be like Oklahoma and you're that close to Dallas and you can recruit Texas. Well, Snyder won there for a long time. No, he got Michael Bishop from a Juco and they did oh, well. But that's four years, two, two three years there. Two years. Yeah, and then they won that Big 12 championship yep. game against Oklahoma. But other than that, look, they, they, they turned the program around. They upset Nebraska in a Big 12 championship game too. The, the, that's true, they did. Yeah. But remember, they got beat by Sir Parker and Texas A&M. Do you think... The quarterback change for Kansas State is an upgrade because I hear everybody I, no. talking upgrade. I don't think it's an no, upgrade. No, I do not. Adrian Martinez Over to me. Skyler Thompson. Thompson. No, I'd rather I have Skyler Absolutely. Thompson. 
you know what? Look, he's not going to overwhelm you, but he made the right plays. Adrian Martinez is a guy. I just don't understand how Scott Frost stuck with this guy quarterback for so long. Britton, you want to answer that for us in the commercial? <laughs> There's a lot of questions that coming out of Lincoln. I'll tell you that much. All right. When, 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 we, <laughs> when we come back, he's here. He's ready to go. No, don't Josh. Josh Towers on set. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts, tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sportsbooks in Vegas and across the country. Download the VSIN Best Bets podcast now at slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On, the gentleman on my left, Amal Shaw, the gentleman on my right, Josh Towers, former Major League Baseball pitcher. World Series champion with the New York Yankees. Josh, I want to start here. We've, we've debated this several times on the show. I think the market's pretty much decided. But if mm-hmm. you had a vote, one, two-part question. If you had a vote, and then two, who will, who is the AL MVP this year? Uh, you know where I'm going, but what's the definition? I mean, do I have to go by a certain definition or whatever my interpretation of it is? Yeah, right? Everybody lives their own life. Right, Everyone's we all live their it. own journeys. And That's says. what I'm saying. I tell you who is not. It's not Joe Adele for the Angels. <laughs> and if anybody's wondering why he's not very good, he just proved it to us in the last one inning of play. Um, the effort he gave in last, last telling you all between he, he gives no effort on that fly ball yeah. that could have saved two or three runs. And then he goes out and strikes out for the second time in the game without even checking out. All right, Joe Adele's uh, not the MVP. Yeah. Okay. And he never will be. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it's Shohei Otani. Listen, I understand what you're saying. And I get the Mike Trout thing. Uh, not Mike Trout, sorry. The other guy, Aaron Judge. His numbers are awesome, dude. He's got 133 hits, not a lot. But 48 homers, 105 stakes. Like, everything he's doing is great. And, again, it's... It's in our face more because they're the New York Yankees in our first place, and of course they're always going to be on television. Shohei's a little bit behind, but he's also on, a, as we know, arguably the worst team in baseball. Um, but not bad, 27 and 72. He's hitting 261. He, he's got a, his numbers are off from an offensive standpoint. But then when you go over here to his pitching numbers, and we have to add that in, I know you don't like to. He's 10 and 8. This team's like 30 games under 500, but yet he's two games above 500. Um, 100 and 40, now what is the strikeouts at? He's got a ton of these things. 121 innings and like 167 strikeouts or something. Like his numbers are off the charts when it comes to pitching and what he's done. So when we factor in the two different players, like it, it really is hard for me to ever give it to somebody else. Again, kind of like what JD said in Boston. It's just the reality of our game. But if, 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 if Judge gets it, I'm not going to be mad if it's just not right. Explain this to me then. The first half of the year when they were actually in contention the to Angels. be a playoff. Yeah, the Angels. Wait, to look. be a playoff. They were in contention. Wait, but, but it was like until May 12th, right? So it wasn't the first they half. Like con- first month This half. guy would not pitch more than once a week. We called it Wednesday <laughs> yeah. night Shohei, right? He would not. Yeah. He refused. <laughs> all of a sudden, now he's pitching every fifth day. He was sick all night vomiting Saturday night in Detroit. Didn't tell anyone because he can't miss a start now because yeah. now we're into an award-chasing mode. He doesn't play okay. anymore against tough left-handed pitching because he's awful against left-handers. He's trying to drive that average up to 270. So tell me about the great Shohei. Okay. So then if we're going to go that route, if we're going to nitpick the well, quality nitpick, of It's not nitpicking the five days or seven days. That's important to a team. You know it's that. It's also important a rotation. that he's playing every day and not getting Tommy John or something. Because if we're nitpicking, then we got to go to lazy Aaron Judge in the outfield who won't try for anything. He's a but, plus defender. But, yes, stop because, with this because he plays everything so safe and he's afraid to do anything to make an error. or get. No, I'll just throw it to no, my stop. cutoff man instead of trying to throw a guy out at oh, home. Boy. So it's easy to not have bad numbers when you don't really give the effort. I'm all, it's your turn. 
I appreciate. Th- thanks for including me in this one. But Don't you bring know, them all isn't the this. number one? Isn't the number one objective in sports to win? Yes, sir. It is. So when you say most valuable, how can yeah. a guy whose team is not even going to be in a relevant baseball game post May one be right. considered an MVP? That's my one thing. That's why I always right. thought Barry That's... Bonds should have been MVP almost every year every he played year. because his teams were in contention. He was the best player. That's why to me Jordan and LeBron should be MVP every year because they're the most valuable player in terms. Of obviously, not last year notwithstanding for LeBron. But my point is, to me, judges had a tremendous impact on the American League East and the Yankees' ability to win. Yeah, and again, like that's why I asked of the interpretation of the rule because everybody who has a vote has a different interpretation of what it, what most valuable means. And again, like my argument would be, all right, if you take Shohei off that team, like that team's in the minor leagues; they're not even a real baseball team, right? So, like, I, I, I we can have this argument on on all sides of it, but again, does and and if we're having whoever says this is a vote, this is an award, they they should have a defined definition of what they think it should be because you're right. What if we do take Judge off that team? They're still a heck of a lot better than the Angels, I promise you that. Yeah. He's 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 willing a team that can't score right now across the finish line Yeah, we line knew here. that team couldn't hit, though. Yeah. Like, we got yeah, caught we up in it. And, 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 no, no, we said and the first season. told me, I picked the, remember I picked the Yankees, you said the team can't hit, Mike. They got nobody that can get on base. I don't they, care. Every starter hit. was going seven <laughs> innings. The bullpen wasn't getting yeah. beat up like he is yeah. now with that bullpen. Yeah. He didn't run them all down to the DL and then have to go find other guys, the IL, sorry. Yeah. Like, the, the pitching was carrying that team. What's-his-name had 30 scoreless. Or was, he was top of the world. Like, the offense was never really there. They were a complimentary piece. And now that the pitching isn't as good because the league has seen them four or five times, the offense is, is being like, oh, the offense isn't good. Well, no, they always weren't great, but, like, they were a good baseball team. That was the problem. Let's go to looking at the postseason real quickly. Uh, the uh, National League West and the National League – I'm sorry, the American League West, those divisions mm-hmm. are over Houston and the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Um, give me your picks on the four remaining divisions. The Yankees hold on. AL Central, and then do the Mets uh, keep the uh, Braves at bay? They're only two games back right there. They still got a bunch of games to play. And then the NL Central, is it St. Louis's now? Uh, well, tell, listen, if they can learn how to beat the Cubs, it might be. Yeah. But, like, we're giving guys days off all the time now. You guys haven't clinched anything. So the Cardinals got to be careful because they're asking. They're playing better team baseball, but they still have a lot of questions, and they haven't finished a season in yeah. a long time. But the Brewers, again, you can win at home, but then you go to L.A. and get smashed when you were – minus money at their place they don't care about the minus money so that's that's a tougher division i think the cardinals still had the edge but who knows cleveland seems to be the best team in that division is because their pitching staff is the most consistent and their offense does in case so it gives them all opportunities to stay in the game and win what up do you think and you, you played in the main you played at all levels but then you've coached now you coach minor league pitching coach for the mets how important when i, I look at this three-team race Mm-hmm. You, Ball Deli, who's a relatively inexperienced manager. Yes, you is. got Larusa, who's out of his mind, making all kind of bonehead moves, and they lost the team. I finally jumped ship. Man. I know. And, but how how important is Tito Francona in this American League Central race? I, I I think what happens is 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 when you're like again you watch these guys make a diving play, and we're just like mm-hmm. oh. Like it's routine because we've seen it so mm-hmm. much. When when Tito Francona has been so good for so long that we just take it for granted, and then all of a sudden one dude comes out of nowhere and has a good year, and we're like, oh, that dude's a great manager. Nah, Terry's been doing that for three, he's a, four decades now, right? He's, he's a Hall of Famer. What? No, no question about yeah. it. And so again, when you're talking about 162 games, we're talking about consistency and not pre-flop how good our roster looks on paper. I thought the White Sox would put it together, and they clearly do not care about playing baseball as a team. It was. It's been hard to watch this team recently. Um, in Minnesota, did, I don't know if anybody really expected them to win the division anyway. So I think them making us a race is pretty cool. Um, it's going to be tough to overtake Cleveland. With that said, it's only four games, and that's one bad series from anybody and well, one good series. They still have eight games against the yeah. Guardians. Very important, right? Let me. I it's, know. It's, it's not. I get real quick. Seven yeah. and a half games. I think that's 
that's for the Yankees. I think that's a little bit it's, – it's a big number, so it's hard because Toronto doesn't necessarily play that great. And Tampa, they're streaking right now. It's about to be six in a row, but they get streaky the other way Really as well, streaky. Right? The thing is, and, and I said this the other day, Toronto Blue Jays on accident woke up the Yankees with that fight. Oh, almost fight. I drilled Judge, right? It wasn't a fight. The but Mano- what they, Manoa Cole fight? Well, yeah, but what happened is, is the, all the Yankees sit around and fester and how bad they're playing and they're, they're miserable. Boom's and then all of, a sudden, the and all, all of a sudden, that brought them together as a team and every conversation was just about the fight and about the Blue Jays. And so that brought them together. And since then, I think they've won three or four in a row or whatever it's been. Three so, in a row. Yeah, so I, I, I think that right now they should thank Toronto for that. They needed it bad. Uh, I know we usually talk games in the second segment, but let's talk about big series in Seattle this week in the mall. You Oof. kept talking about yeah. that. Guardians got the job done in San Diego. Now they go up the coast for four. Did you guys have them. Tell me you for had them. The, yes. Series. Oh my God! I, I couldn't believe the prices on those games. How about Snell? Dollar seventy yesterday. It's insane. <laughs> Anyhow, McKenzie, who's been lights out for lights the last out. two months, he's a small favorite, a dollar twenty at Seattle today. Marco Gonzalez, seven and a half. Yeah. I, I, my only fear, and this is this doesn't like it's I don't know why I have this fear, is it was it a big series for Cleveland and San Diego, or did they look at it the way we did mm-hmm. that they were the better team and they should have won? Like that's the way I saw it, but what did they see? Um by the way, Friday oh no, it's Thursday. Sorry, I was gonna say first inning yes in Chicago on a day game, go figure. <laughs> um Gonzalez has been so inconsistent. Yeah. He's given up runs in uh, I feel like every game this season. Um he has done nothing for us to, to think that he's going to keep that team in it long enough to give that team an opportunity to win. And the way Cleveland's pitcher's been pitching, he's been so dominated. 14 punch outs last time. Now, again, the Angels pitcher also had a complete game shutout last game, and he got rocked today by Tampa. So it's not necessarily a guaranteed continuation, but when he had 14 strikeouts, it also let me know that everything was where it should be. His setting up was good, his downhill playing, his finishing. And so... I think McKenzie's in a good spot to where I think Cleveland should be a favorite in this game, and that's where I would agree. You, you said, and we talked about this guy for three years now, McKenzie. He's got to be able to, if he can put it all together. Slowly and stop, doing it. There would always be an inning where he walked three guys. Yes, At some point in the, in the game, past, right, he'd right. lose it. Or, or lose like it. it'd be like two months, and then he'd fade. And then it was like yeah. half, it was like, it was like Alcantara. Like yeah. he showed up for like three, or three months, and then he... And then he was four months, and then it was six months, and then now the last two years he put a full season. Listen, it takes a long time to understand how to finish a season at this level. He's a couple years behind Sandy, but he's doing what Sandy did all those years, and now Sandy's rewarding us with, look how good I am. Josh talking about the yes in the first inning. Cards get three in the top of the first off Stroman. That was a 25-cent move in favor of the Cubs. They went from plus 110 to minus $1.15. If, if, if you look the last time Stroman faced the Cardinals at home, he was going slider at the lefty's foot mm-hmm. the whole time, and then once they stopped swinging at he came to the plate and they lit him up. So he clearly had a different approach, which didn't work, but he doesn't face that team well. And again, he, he's only got three wins on the season. It's not like he's out there dominating games and giving them a chance to win too deep in the games anyways. Yeah. It's a tough one to bet Stroman a, a, as a favorite. All right, when we come back, I'm going to ask Josh, if a National League pitcher that is 16-1 and one and leading the league in ERA and whip should be a long <laughs> shot for the Cy Young. That's next on Cy. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook all season long. Bet Rivers is to go your go to sportsbook for all football related content. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app for the latest odds, unique promotions, player props, and more. Every week, Bet Rivers has unique football specials to help you win big. Cheer on your favorite teams and your favorite players with Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm, Amal Shaw. We close out the show with Josh Towers. Hey, I want to thank you for you know being on the show so many times, filling in for Amal when he's gone, but being our regular guest all summer on Thursdays. I, we I, really appreciate it. Well, I love you guys, and I like the show. So I appreciate you. Uh, to, here's poor Tony Gonsolin. Tony Gonsolin. <laughs> well, listen, you still got like six stars left. Tony Gonsolin, he's 16 and one. He could have finished 21 and one, 20 and one. Can you imagine one he's, loss? He's the National League wow. ERA leader. He he's is. the National League WHIP leader. He has 12 starts this year where he gave up three or less hits and got the and got the win. Hits, three or less hits. Hits per nine inning, 5.1. That's what he's at for hits. Talk about that's like the Grom like. Um, and he's 10 to one to win the Cy Young. I know, I know, we love Sandy, but but does does. Tony Gonsolin still have a shot here? I mean, at 10 to 1, how do you not jump on it? We could have got it at like 40 to 1 three weeks ago. I mean, <laughs> it was that close? Yeah, but you know, Sandy, to Amal's point, Sandy struggled down the stretch a little bit here. Yeah. Compared to what he had been uh, midsummer. Yeah, he has a little bit. And then again, that getting roughed up by the Dodgers doesn't help. He gets uh, to face him again in Miami it's, Saturday. It's, uh, you want to start some rumors? Why do the Dodgers light up all the aces only at home? 
What's going on there? Yeah, three and two thirds and six runs isn't going to get it done, right? That's the one bad game. But he did go. He gave up four at Philadelphia, but that was an eight innings. Yeah, it's completely different. That whole six and three and four and eight. That's about the same. And he had given up none or one going into the eighth. We thought he was going to finish the game. We thought he was going to finish the game. He's only at like seventy pitches. Yeah, he mixed in sixteen scoreless. It's it's such a hard thing. But like like again, they didn't give it to to Urias last year, right? I didn't think that was. And he was twenty and five. Something amazing, the only 20-game winner. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Gonzalez this year, and again, the whole thing is there's 50 innings that separate the two. Not they 50. didn't give it That's to you. Nine Wait a minute. Starts. Not that they Wait didn't give it to All the analytics people want to tell us, fit fielding independent pitching, so shouldn't the pitching be independent of your crappy team? <laughs> Not only did they not give it to Urias, I don't think he finished in the top five in the voting at twenty and at twenty and five. Well, because yeah, Wilson's yet to get an MVP. All the vote, talk so was about all those one. other guys going down the stretch, and so we just kind of left them out. Yeah. I, I, I just you're okay. an innings guy, though. Well, yeah, just fifty innings, man. Yeah, like if I'm going and he's not going because he doesn't go very many, but even if I'm going six and you're talking about fifty innings, man, that's a lot of starts. That that's a big discrepancy in what Sandy Alcantara has done. Sandy's going to get over 200. Tony's not going to get near as hard. And you're right. If Gonsolin could pitch deeper in games, the Dodgers would be contenders. I agree with you there. I'm all... I hear you. I I just think that when you look at the price, uh, it's interesting. I want to ask you a little bit. We we kind of touched upon the divisions, but I want to go back to this Mets and Braves team. Look, I wrote the Braves off, and I'm wrong on this team. They are playing excellent baseball. Do you believe who's the greater threat to the Dodgers? Because this Dodgers team right now is absolutely just annihilating teams. Yeah, this, I mean, it's, they're so good. Huh? Oh, I'm sitting there. I was texting a friend of mine yesterday. I said, How have I not bet the Dodgers run line every day for the last two months? The whole season. It's. I mean, you got Gavin Lux and Bellinger hitting eight and nine. That's like, it's the just, thing. You can't dumb. bet a zero inning with them. You no. can't bet it with any confidence. A no inning. Right? Just hope that Mookie gets out to start the first one, yeah. and then that's it, right? Uh, the the Mets are obviously built with with Degrom and Scherzer for any three game series. Uh, just need one more guy to step up in a fourth. I'm going to have to ride those guys too far. Atlanta's offense, uh, they're their team, obviously. The bullpen needs to create an identity, I think, a little bit more. But their offense is comparable to anybody's in baseball. And then, again, obviously, the Astros, to me, are the best team in the game. Um, but once you get into playoffs and you're in a series, it, any, any team becomes very dangerous. And, and again, it's funny because we talk about the Yankees and everything they've done. Who, like, who are you trusting on the mound in a three-game set versus anybody with that team or a four-game set, right? Because Cole hasn't been as dominant as any one of those guys, and, not, and, and he's not as dominant as anybody on Houston. And, and then Tyone, he went from a 11-3 to a two-something to 11-3 with a four, right? So what's he been doing? And then is Cortez the guy? Like, there's all kinds of issues and questions with the team. It's tough. Might they like to have Jordan Montgomery back for the playoffs? <laughs> Oh, complete game shut the other night. Oh, yeah. yeah, one nothing shut out. Like, one run and four starts. Yeah. Garrett Cole would show the same zeal on the bump as he did coming out of the dugout when Manoa hit Aaron Judge. He might Wait, actually be able to pitch to the but, uh, his contract. Con- listen, we've been down this road like we knew Alex was not going to charge me, right? We know he that he's not going. going past. He was never going past the Audi. Do you know how he many guys never. we have in baseball that give the two three steps until someone puts their hand up? <laughs> Come on, man. Garrett Cole was never coming. He ain't that guy. Hey, Manoa's you, bigger than him. He trying to earn them pinstripes in a bad way. He's the fight Manoa should be judge versus Manoa. 6'6 versus 6'7. I mean, 290. Come on. That's a big dude. Did did Garrett Cole ever uh, respond to Manoa saying he'd come past the Audi side next time? Because I guarantee he won't. Right? Manoa, he'll thump a lot of dudes, if not everybody in our game. Um, But that's my point, right? He he made it so far. It's very easy to go around the one person that was in your way, and there was no comment in response back. Um, But again, what did it do? It woke up the Yankees, and they've won a couple games that were very needed by that team since. All right, you, you, we've and talked. Beat Scherzer. We've talked about the White Sox. We talked about the Orioles. Conclusion Ooh. of their game: three game set tonight. Big Daddy Lance Lynn. 
uh, who without the injury last year, I'm convinced would have won the Cy Young, which might be the greatest story ever told, with one pitch. Taking on Jordan Lyles today for the Orioles. Lance, this is about a pick 'em. White Sox a very small favorite with a total of eight and a half. Are you on the Orioles tonight, Josh? Well, I uh, made a comment to a friend the other day that I'll never bet the White Sox again this year. And so, uh, yeah, I'll never bet the White Sox again this year. They're an, again, you watch this team, you're going to pull your hair out. They're awful at baseball. They do nothing as a team. They got a few liabilities in Mancata and Grandal. And Mancana's, I, I'm shocked at, at the way Mancata's turned. Because um, he was like, I mean, last year he. He was like second in the league in pitches per at bat type stuff. Like a lot of really good quality stuff. Now he's not there. Lance Lynn, you don't know what you're going to get. Jordan Lyles a month ago, it was an easy jump on for me, but he has been struggling a little bit since this one Tampa game he had. But Baltimore is a better team than, than the White Sox. So like if I am going to bet this one, it is Baltimore, but I don't really have, I got to be honest, I don't have the interest in really diving into this game to even care. Yeah, I tend to agree with you on the White Sox. I'll tell you what, this team is just so disappointing. By the way, yesterday they had a 5-1 lead going into, I think, the eighth, bottom of the eighth. Why are you using uh, Liam Hendricks and uh, who's, the, who's the closer over there? Uh, or I'm sorry, Graveman's the eighth inning guy and Hendricks is the closer. Yeah, yeah. Why are you using those two guys when you've got the Orioles tonight? You've got a three-game set, I think, coming up against the Giants. You're going to need these guys. Unless it's been a couple days since it, they did. It, it has been, that's, though. That's it, yeah. Okay. And, and again, I, don't, like, I, I agree with that because there's times where I wish they would use their better players. Even in losing, I'm down 3-2. I can't bring my closer Correct. in. Correct, yeah. I'm an eighth-inning guy. Sometimes, no, yeah, keep that right where it's supposed to be. And give your team a chance. Um, yeah, again, that... that Using your starting pitching the way it needs to be done so that your bullpen can set itself and getting guys consistent innings no matter what their role is is very important and it's not always used properly. Do you like the wild card format this year? Three games all at the higher seeds home, two out of three. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, listen, man, it's 162 games. There's a lot that goes into this for a full season. It's very, very hard to play that many games. And if you earn the right to win your division, uh, et cetera, like, I think you should have home field advantage. So I'm good with all that. How I feel about adding two more teams, I'm not 100%. I mean, X amount of teams make and we have 30. Like, I, I just don't want to overly put too many teams in for no reason. I want it earned. I don't want anybody getting in with losing records. I know that. But again, I understand why we did it playing 162 games. It's like we feel like there should be more. I, I, I think this year it's, it's going to be good for the game. We saw what happened last year where the Reds wouldn't have uh, gutted their whole team because they would have made it and Toronto would have made it and it would have been interesting. I hope it doesn't go anywhere past this. I, I said we go to a Premier League style. Everybody plays each other six times, 174-game regular season, and the Dodgers would have won. I mean, go to the the best, minor, let the best team over 174 the, win it. The minor league four-man play each other seven games in a row. <laughs> you hurt your TV revenues. Uh, all right, Josh. That's true. Amal and I are bestowing this on you. Oh, no. You are commissioner of baseball. What is the one thing you would change? There's only one? Well, I know you have a laundry list, but we have two minutes, so i got to limit it to one or as many as you can get in in two minutes. So it's going to be about a half. <laughs> That's a lot, right? Um, I think i got to get rid of the guy at second base and extra innings. I just don't think that's – the, the purity of the game is completely taken away at that point. I, I, again, Pete Rose said it, if you ever want to – break my hit record, you might want to ask for some extra inning games. You're going to need those extra bats. And there's a lot of things that, like, again, so now we've always talked about this, get rid of comparing generational stats because of rule changes and everything else. Like, we can never do that again. Pete Rose's hit record is, is solidified, and our generation of hit records is going to be 2,000. 
know what I'm saying? Like it's just there's there's things like that to where the history of the game meant so much, and we're altering that, and I'm not a fan of it. It distorts the game too. It does, yeah. It would be like trying to bet the NFL if you put in college overtime rules. Where yeah, you, exactly. Where you rotate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing, putting Dude. the runner on second. Games that go 1-1 and they finish 7-5. I, I mean, I, right, right. I'd we also, had it the other day a couple times. I, I'd also like to see a change of you don't have to face a minimum three batters unless it's the end of the inning. Let the guy go one at bat and that's that and go from there. Yeah, you I could, didn't like if, that if you put the If you put the pitch clock in, you can get rid of that rule. Because the whole point of that rule is to is to shorten the I, I'm, pitching I'm change. Right now, the, the pitch like clock pitching is not the problem. Is, is delaying the game. That's what they're acting like. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah. Here's the other thing: the pitchers are not the problem. It's the hitter stepping out on every play to adjust their batting gloves. <laughs> you should do that. It's like that. tennis. Go play at the server's pace. Play at the pitcher's pace. Twenty-five years ago, when I umpired baseball in Iowa, you couldn't step out of the box. <laughs> you know, you would be charged a strike if you stepped out of the box during the attempt, unless you who, hit a ball is, that you had to run who's out. Who's really complaining about the length of the time of the games anyway? Well, the TV network executives. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's not they, the fans. They, I don't hear. Well, them. you don't get these. Stiffs don't get 150 million dollar contracts if they don't acquiesce there. Josh, thanks for everything, buddy. buddy. We've appreciated the time. For Amal Shaw, thank you for tuning in. Up next, Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.